What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to a week of Para Presents. Um, last week, it was uh, the Rideshare Professor Torsten and myself, and so I thought this week would be a good week to uh, have David back since he wasn't able to join us, and uh, just for David and I to go through some Para Works stuff. We have some really great episodes coming up, but I thought this was a good time for Para Works talk. It's been a minute, and uh, David, how are you? <laughs> I'm good to give a shout out to like the new or not new the new old intro song. I haven't heard that one in a bit. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know if you know this. Jimmy still to this day doesn't believe that it's not me doing it. <laughs> He's like, just just admit that? it to me. I'm like, I'm like, it's not me doing it. Like, it really, <laughs> no, I really like, and I know how Jimmy is. I know he keeps listening to it and thinking it is him. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear you. Me. I'd love to hear you sing it. <laughs> I don't have the voice Tori does. He's got that. I mean, I guess it could sound like when I'm talking, maybe I got that whiskey voice a little bit like Tori does, but I could, I can't pull that off. He's a great singer. Um, but yeah, let's, I think that, I think that um, I'm getting a lot of questions about pair works. A lot of them are pay related and some other things. I think that if we could just kind of run through it and clear some things up for people, we've done this before, but it's been about six, seven months since you and I did one. Yeah. Um, and, so it uh, seems like time, hard. especially with the projects going on. Yeah, we've been sort of hard at work the last six, seven months. A lot, a lot has changed. So, you know, yeah. glad to let everyone know what we've been working on. Yeah, for sure. Um, what's up, Light? And what's up, everybody else watching that hasn't joined chat yet? Um, we're glad you're here. So, okay, I guess let's, let's you know, let's first just address the para tools since that seems to be the i even watched your facebook thing it seems to be the first question that comes out of everybody's mouth mouth is where's the doordash tt you know it's like okay so you know i've known you since before para you know i've known yeah. i know that you and i wanted transparency and better pay for gig workers that was the whole thing tip transparency was a great bonus but i feel like the like para kind of you know I, I, I sometimes refer to it as stumbled into tip transparency as being the, you know, the focal point when really like, yeah. And then the whole team got focused on it and the team was smaller then too. And, and the whole team got focused on this tip transparency and really there was always a bigger picture. Is that, yeah, I think, is that, I think is you that put it right. But, yeah. I think the goal was always to, you know, improve the gig economy by putting the worker back in charge of their work and by putting dollars in pockets. And I think transparency was a great way to put dollars in pockets, but that wasn't always the end goal, right? I think the end right. goal 
we didn't know it at the time when you and I met, but was to build what we call this personal dispatch system, right? So the idea that yes. you can manage all of your existing work in one central place, and you can also discover and unlock new work opportunities. And basically the idea is, you know, dollars in pockets is what I've always said. And the way to put dollars into pockets is to get people more options and to help them do those options easier. Yeah. And that's and that's why I'm all about this personal dispatch system because guys, let's be honest. I mean, with few exceptions, like myself for working curry. I, I appreciate curry. They've always been up front, worked for them since 2021 on their platform. They've all since 2021, they've shown me every detail. They've been a hundred percent transparent. In fact, they've found ways to be more transparent. You are 21 miles or 21 minutes in traffic from the pickup you need to get. And then here's the miles and here's the payload and here's the pay. And I mean, you see in everything and then some, they're trying to find more ways to be transparent. Not many companies do this. So let's be honest. Most gig companies aren't ever going to clean. I'm, this is my opinion. Aren't ever going to clean up their act. They will clean up their act to the bare minimum that states, regulations, and other things such as that require them to be at this point. That's how I see it because they've had they've had all this time to become transparent, even during the California AB5 Prop 22 situation. They decided not to. They decided we'll fight this. We'd rather spend $210 million fighting this then play into your system. So, I mean, there's going to be millions spent. There's going to be a, they're going to spend all that on the wrong things when they had an opportunity to be transparent with us so many years ago. And for some, whatever reason it is, they're just not, you know, I, I was always hoping it would happen, but they're just not going to be transparent. They're not. Yeah. And I think, you know, there was always the hope that, you know, these gig platforms say that workers are independent contractors. And you'd always, we always had this hope that, hey, the platform might honor this, right? And by honoring that, you would let people put in their preferences. You would let them say, hey, this is the sort of work I want to do. That was always the original pitch of the gig economy, right? Was yeah. you're in charge of your work. You can decide how and when and where you want to work. And if the platforms actually believe that, you would be able to say, hey, I don't want to pick up KFC. Hey, I don't want to go beyond this many miles. Hey, this isn't the sort of trip that I want to take. So I think the platforms right. not only don't give you the information to make that choice, if they really did believe what they say, you know, your input, you'd actually be able to input that, right? And I think that's right. really, you know, where that initial part of what we were trying to work on with Para was, is like, can we integrate to the systems and allow you to, you know, have your voice be heard or have your input be heard so you can, you know, do what you want to do. And as part of that process, you know, tip transparency came out there. Uh, I mean, that, you know, that's why people know us for tip transparency there. But I think given that the platforms aren't empowering you to do things that way, the second part of what we're trying to work on is just as important, right? So I think, you know, yeah. the best way to push back on platforms or to be able to push back on bad trips or trips that don't make sense is to frankly just have more options, right? So if you have more good options that you can easily access, guess what? The $6 wait for 30 minutes in the McDonald's line, suddenly, you know, it's much easier to say no to that, right? So I think or, the really... two, or the $2. Let's be honest. I mean, DoorDash in this market's gone to $2.50 minimum with no yeah. tip. I mean, this that's, to me, that's ridiculous because every, pretty much every DoorDasher I talk to, you can really only do two, maybe three if you're, 
and I'm not counting stacking or anything, but if you were just taking straight orders, you're going to be two orders an hour, maybe three or maybe five every two hours. You're really not going to be able to get in more than that. I mean, you can, again, I'm not stacking. I'm not talking about multi-app stacking. None of that stuff. Just straight work off the platforms. You really can't do more than two per hour. Two and change. Yeah, and sometimes everyone knows this. There are times where you just sat parked at the side of the road waiting and just nothing's coming in. And I think the other thing, you know, Steve, since we started working together over two years ago, three years ago, two years ago, it's been a while. You know, what's happened since then is uh, just... uh, an explosion in other gig opportunities, right? When we started talking, Curry didn't exist, Last Mile Pharmaceutical, B2B, e-commerce, returns pickups, marijuana, right? Like more and more stuff is becoming gig, right? And I think this idea that, you know, it's difficult to, you know, grok all of that, right? If you're a driver and you're working DoorDash and Uber Eats, like the last thing you want to do when you come back home after working 18 hours is to sit back and apply for a bunch more of these and have to wait a couple of days to hear back from them and upload more photos and yes. you know scan the app on an ongoing basis when there isn't that much you know work to fill your time and you're already tired from driving. I think it's really that's the concept we're going for with Paraworks is this idea that you know qualified high quality drivers who have a work history shouldn't have to do that, right? Like these platforms should be lucky if these drivers want to come work those jobs. Because, you know, frankly, they would do a better job and need less training. It's just better. And there's this idea that, hey, if you have a qualified work profile and work history, you should be able to skip all that, right? You should just be able to say, hey, I'm awesome. You'd be lucky to have me. Do you want me to do this job? Well, I think what what I refer to anyway is the three phases of ParaWorks (laughs) are right here. You know, and I I put your personal dispatch into the middle one, the reduced downtime. Or the whole thing, really, but um, that's skipping a little ahead. What I, I guess the one thing I wanted to say first is that the pair of tools are great. You know, the tip transparency was great. The Uber address was great. I mean, I think that in all of these constantly, it's not just the companies cracking down on on connections and stuff. They're starting to, ch- they're always changing now these days with all the legislation, what they are showing and what they're not. So it's a constant moving target of, you know, like, okay, well, is this even worth it now? Because now they're kind of doing that in a sketchy way. Now it becomes even harder. Um, like the flagging feature is great. You know, I saw that the, um, I heard you on the Facebook live say that, uh, you know, did anybody, I was, I, I saw it in a replay. So I was like, I wanted to chat, but I couldn't put it in because I knew it was the replay. But um, I saw you saying, you know, is everybody liking this? I've, I've had some, a little bit of feedback on that, that like, hey, I don't, I would find it a lot e- or a lot better to be able to flag certain like locations at let's call it a say a McDonald's than all of them. Like, hey, I don't like this McDonald's. Mm-mm. I don't like this McDonald's or this McDonald's, but uh, the other ones I'll take. You know, like a feature like that too. So, I mean, like, I guess my point there is that that's not out of reach. That's the kind of thing where once we get the feedback, am I correct in saying that, that those things can happen because that's why the this was made. <laughs> no, that, that's exactly it, right? And I think sort of uh, we've been following up with some of the people that Facebook Live exactly for that. I think there is a store number and address, stuff like that tied to it. And really that's our goal there, right? Is to, you know, some of the features might come and go as things change, but really what I call that is sort of like manage your existing work, how you want to 
uh, and sort of with your preferences there, right? Which is why we really built that and continue to build that, that sort of like suite of auto decline features there. And I think right. really, you know, maybe jumping a little ahead here, the goal over to why we call it the personal dispatch system is like, you know, hey, here's your Uber, DoorDash, Grubhub, all your stuff with your preferences being heard. Using ParaWorks, we're going to try and unlock more and more opportunities for you. And the goal of, you know, and that's why, you know, when I say personal dispatch, we're not going to get there tomorrow. We're not going to get there in a couple of months. But when you zoom out, we're building the building blocks for that, right? So, you know, manage everything in one feed, unlock more new opportunities, start to put these opportunities into the feed. And eventually you want to get that sort of smart dispatch system on top of it. So right now yeah. it's, hey, I want this dollar per mile or a flagged offer or something like that. But eventually, I mean, I've said this before, but the system should be able to do something like, I need to pick up my daughter from school at 1 p.m. Yes, so I can work yes we've talked about this. Yeah, like, don't, or at least, or at least make sure that you have me back there. Yeah, uh, or you know, you'd be able to say it's like you know, I'm open to hour block type stuff on these days. I don't mind schedule ahead opportunities above a certain rate because that makes sense. But really, what we're trying to build is to say that's the personal dispatch system is you tell it what you want to accomplish. It will look across all your opportunities and help you do that. So maybe, maybe even is this maybe a step too far, but saying like, and I'm not saying take your Google calendar and share all your data, but something like your personal calendar and then all the platforms you work and let, let it all fight it out based on that. But it has to know that your personal calendar comes first. Yeah. I think there's some of that. And I think there's also some of this, like, you know, Hey, you know, if somebody wants to book me for time ahead of time, it has to be above, you know, usually I make 20 bucks for DoorDash. I won't entertain any offer that's less than 24, right? If right. you want to book my time ahead of time, uh, you know, I'm open to going this far or this sort of work. But really where it starts with right now is, you know, we built that a manager system work in one feed. And right now the para work stuff is really, can we find higher paying opportunities that you can unlock and try to get as many of those as we can? And, right, know, and just to really give every just to give everybody a little bit of history on the ParaWorks side. So, for those of you that don't know and are still trying to, I mean, like I still try and wrap my head around ParaWorks all the time. <laughs> it's it's always evolving, moving. But I mean, like way back in the beginning, it was merchandising. It was in store merchandising, and it paid well. It was a great side pay, you know, if you're especially if you were doing shopping apps, and then. Now it's, um, you know, higher paying scheduled gigs, uh, like block times, like an Amazon flex type thing. And then it's like high pay on demand gigs, like one-offs, like catering or last mile or potentially shopping, things like that. And I think that some people, like I get on, on my discord, I get a lot of screen shares from different markets where people are saying like, yeah, well, this isn't close enough to me. That's how, see, that's how I view Curry years ago is that they had to build to where they are now. You can you got to start with what you got. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to take the offers yeah. that you can get and get them out there and people are taking them. So yeah, they might not be right close to you, but that doesn't mean, man, this doesn't work. It means hang in there, it's in your market. And I think we have sort of work in progress there because I think, you know, what we need to do is actually have to go and find partners that one, pay above market rate, two, and convince them to basically say, hey, we know you have a system but are you willing to let the better para drivers skip your system, right? So those right. conversations take time. You know, the easiest way and what most people come to us is basically come and say, hey, will you basically let us run ads, right? We go to them and say, hey, can we help do this? And people say, hey, you know, get people to sign up for my app and I'll pay you some referral fee, 
right? And sure. you'll see a lot of other gig support apps. You know, that's the model, right? Is, you know, hey, you know, DoorDash needs drivers. Hey, Curry needs drivers. Hey, you know, we don't want to do that because we believe that just clutters your life up more, right? It doesn't fit into this idea of the personal dispatch system. So I think what you'll see, what we really want to build is either you can do the work directly in the Para app, or yeah. when you click to accept the job, your profile creates a profile on that end app. So we have a number of these opportunities where you say, hey, I'm interested in it, and you click it, you get a text with a download link saying your account's already created, this trip's already assigned to you, you can just do the work, basically. And I think that's why, you know, it is hard work, and it does take some time, but we're starting to get, you know, movement there. And I think, you know, that's why when people say the trips are a little further away, they don't meet what I need. It's like, it's not quite as simple as like, hey, do you want good, you know, good people to do your up above market work? There's a, yeah. you know, how, you know, getting this sort of like magical, you know, you can skip onboarding is not quite that simple. Right. And to be honest, guys, look at, look at what I'm putting out there these days. And I share all my earnings with you guys. I see all these like gig wars and like who can make the most. And I saw the other day I was in a I was in a chat and somebody's like, so Steve should do one of these with Curry. I'm like, dude, it'd be over in a day. Your week journey would be I mean, I'd put it to rest that day. Boom, done. But again, curry, dumpling, dumpling, especially much different, but dumpling and curry are like 85% of my gig platform earnings. Yes, they require more work. Yes, they they don't come through every I'm not denying a thousand a second. It's not like that, but if you play it right, there is a little more work involved, a little more strategy, but way more money. And I think that's the eventual goal is to make sure that instead of a, a nosedive on pay, that not only it comes up a bit, but it starts to make more sense with the time, effort, miles on your car, all that kind of stuff. There's equations yeah. there that... I'm going to be real for our end. Like in the short term, we're not going to replace a significant portion of your work with Paraword. So I think the goal right now right. is to say, you know, hey, these are above market rate opportunities when available. And if they fit into what you do, you should probably take them because they pay pretty well. Uh, but I think that, real. Yeah, right here. I think we're into this now is that, I mean, and that's what you're saying. The middle one, reduce downtime, stack your stack with your platform gigs to to earn more efficiently, which is what I do with Curry. Yep. You know, I, I love starting my day with a curry or two that makes me 140 bucks in an hour. I'm already an hour in, I'm at 140. Okay. Now my day doesn't feel as stressful as like if I start off taking $3 DoorDash orders. Yeah. And I think that's what we'll see sort of a lot of Pairworks users doing is we have, you know, sort of two buckets of trips right now, right? So I think one is sort of like a scheduled ahead, you know, catering order or A to B order. So that's generally, you know, during lunch or dinner time, it's effectively DoorDash's large order program, but similar trips to that. And we've seen those be very popular because this idea of like, hey, if you know you're going to make 35 bucks or 27 bucks for 40 or 50 minutes, that's, you know, people are would like to lock that in, basically. So yeah. we've seen those be pretty popular. The other type of work we've done quite a lot of is what we call just these hour blocks, right? So people who are willing to pay 25, 30, 35 bucks an hour for three to four hours of work. And those have been very popular too. And it's not saying, right. hey, I'm not saying, I, you know, with Paraworks, we can find you 40 hours at $35 an hour. One day, I hope we will, right? But this idea yeah. of, you know, hey, you know, let's just make sure that, you know, you can, you know, do this on top of the work you were already doing. And it makes sense, basically.
So let's look at a couple of these. So how 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 does it work? You know, so let's go through the basics here. So step, I mean, you kind of we kind of already mentioned a little bit about this, but I'll, after each one, I'll show a screenshot to go with it. So sign up and create your profile. I think that yeah. I'm not. Is it in here? It's not. I think that all you really have to do, you do have to link one account, right? Correct. So you just on the Para app, go to the Works tab. Uh, what yeah. happens there is you'll be prompted to link one account. It will pull sort of a you know your work history there and say, hey, are you okay with pulling this information in? Yeah, so here you can click the Work tabs, click Get Started. Yep. And essentially, you'll say, hey, this is the information we're going to pull. Are you okay with that? And the idea is, you know, why is that information being pulled? It's quite simple. I think the higher paying opportunities are looking for better, more experienced drivers. So we're not sharing that information with the partner. It's more of a, some partners say, I only want people who've done over a hundred trips. I only want people who've done over, you know, 200 trips. And in that case, right. I'm willing to pay more. And essentially, I mean, I think this, you know, I think this screenshot speaks volumes because it talks about all the different ways right now anyway that you can be earning the top one being the sandwich catering. Okay. That's a one-off gig. You're going to be going 18 yeah. miles making 27 or you're going to be going, I'm sorry, 3.2 miles making $27 on that one. That's just what it is. It's one job you're done. Then you got the next one down, you know, and you're doing uh six hours per shift at 35 an hour, those type things. Um, and a lot of those, I'm not sure, but some of those might even be, you're going to be paid for a certain amount of hours, whether it takes you that long or not, kind of like Amazon Flex and like Vho and some of those. And then at the bottom, you got the package delivery and you got 10 drop-offs. Um, it, I'm guessing that's an estimated 2.5 hours and the route's going to pay that. It's going to pay you 65, whether it takes you 2.5 hours or two hours. Correct. But these or are the exact three different types. These are exactly the three different types that we have. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. So, I mean, it, this is what it looks like, guys. I think we're all used to seeing things like this. It's just, you know, Paris trying to find the gigs that pay better, like we talked about. And I even, I'll even go as far as to say some of these, because I know a project, David and I are trying to do a couple projects here in Denver. Um, and I know that a couple people, one of the projects is st straight up based on these companies don't want to work with with the with DoorDash or Uber, they just don't want any part of it anymore. And I think, I mean, clearly we talked about this all last week with Instacart. Instacart had um, Heinen's, which is based in Ohio and Illinois. Starting this Wednesday, you can no longer Instacart shop there. Ralph's in California, starting in April, you can no longer Instacart shop there. Kroger National is, is Kroger's already pushed out Instacart here in Denver. And but that's King's Supers, which is owned by Kroger, and Kroger National is going for August to have them completely out of the stores. So I mean, you guys like these are examples of huge companies with major logistics saying enough, enough on the upcharging of items, enough on your service fees, enough on your processing fees. We've had it. You're making our business look bad, kind of thing. And I think that there's going to be more and more of those. Um. So I think this becomes a thing too. So is there anything that people can do? So the, again, guys, if you didn't see it at the very bottom here, see where it's, it's, it's lit up or it's blue too. It says works. If you open up the pair apps, it's just literally right down there. 
You click that, it'll help you get started. It won't be this screen. It'll be a different screen saying you want to sign you up. You click your get started and say, hey, you have these connected yep. accounts. Is this the one you want? You say yes, it loads for a second and that's it. And effectively you show up and there's sort of a map with this sort of single route views or schedule ahead. And it's really simple. You can sort of click on where it is. You get all the information you have, we have about the job. And essentially yeah. you can just uh, simply click, click the claim it. Right. I think the main thing we ask to users is, uh, you know, if you're going to claim a job, please be serious about it. I think we have a pretty simple policy there, yeah. right? Which is, you know, you can cancel a job up to two hours ahead of time, no questions asked. But if it's within the two hours, please don't do that. Uh, mostly because, you know, the success of the program works on it working, right? So sort of it. That's, yeah, that's exactly know, how Curry does it too, you know? And actually, like, I'm going to be honest with you guys, for those of you who have asked me a million times about Curry, I always say this, I say, don't just, is the if you say is the option there, yes, but don't unassign Curry orders. I guarantee you getting thrown to the back of the list. I guarantee it, guys, like one, because again, people are, again, it's higher paying stuff. It's stuff that needs to happen quickly. So they can't have you screwing around and I think, accepting I think something that you're not going to do. Gonna, I think on our end, that's not going to happen. Or I think from our end, it's just really simple. It's like, don't do it within two hours before that. Do whatever you Right, want, right, right, right. I'm just uh, pointing out that while something like this is getting off the ground, if you're taking it, I mean, come on, guys, we're experienced gig workers. Just make sure that you can do it. I guess I'm just saying, don't like treat it like other apps and just grab it and go, ah, never mind, unassign. You know, give a little more like, thought to it. You know, to get more good trips, we just have to keep filling them for the partners, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, here's sort of a good screen here, right? So you can see, you know, on a given map, these are the sort of different opportunities in your area. Right. And if you click on the pins, you know, it will show you the details there. But you can see the there, details. you can also filter on the top single delivery or route delivery. Yeah. So, but like the 160 plus, clearly that's going to be for multiple hours and a route or something. Um, you know, it's so you would need to find, you need to look at each one of these jobs as they come across. Like the ones I've seen, they're, and they're all very different from each other. So, um, you know, it's, I'm not even sure that the limitation of, of what David and I are talking about is all that you'll see in there. <laughs> I think that you could potentially even see more. Um, because I'm I've had people saying, Oh, I just saw this, and they'll show me a screenshot. I didn't even know we dealt with that. <laughs> you know, like like you were saying, like when we get to the list of companies that Paraworks works with, um, there's the other one that's newer now that's also a big deal. You know, the, oh, this is the, sweet sweet green Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, that's not on the list, but I mean these are companies that. that I I I have an impression they don't want to work with these gig companies anymore. I think a lot of companies have just had it. The upcharging on the menu items really crushed it for a lot of companies. And during the pandemic, nobody could keep any staff. That's why I think what's happening in the grocery space is happening is that nobody could keep any staff. Too, right, now is... they are able to, and so they have employees doing it. And well, in-store prices. That, right, a lot of these gig platforms have effectively treated like all gig workers the same. Right. is like, you know, Steve with 4,000 trips is the same in the system as somebody who's done one trip. Right. And while I believe that every, you know, if anything, all, maybe you know, even a hindrance on a person who's done more. Yeah. And, and I know but that I sounds think, you know, weird really, to people, but they right, might not view it. Really if, if anything, they might view you as a, as a wild card if you take, if you have too many. <laughs> yeah. 
Not better or worse, I'm talking about these other ones, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I I hear you, but I think where these companies are coming from is, you know, they want to pay people with good experience with a work history more, right? And I think that's really sort of the key here, right, is I think also to some extent it's a super variable quality when you send to some of these platforms. I think most of our users are, you know, power gig users or people with, you know, hundreds if not thousands of trips under their experience, and let's be real, those people tend to be better, right, at the job and more qualified for some of this work. And I think there's this idea that you should be rewarded for your work resume. You should be rewarded for the good work that you have done, right? You're not just another replaceable piece in the system, what some of the systems right. have treated people as. 100%. Um, so uh, complete the job. You were talking about this. Make sure that you get it done or that two hours ahead, you let it know that you're not going to get it done. And like this, I mean, we're all used to these kind of screens. You know, you get it done, you get paid. And we'll get to the payment thing in just a minute, you guys, because that is a question that does get raised quite a bit. Um, I'll bring up this screen and kind of let David uh, take this one because this is something I get asked a lot too. Okay, how do I get signed up? Because I know I always say, just go into the Pair app and touch ParaWorks and have an account connected. But um, do you want to talk about this? Because this relates to the personal dispatch system a little bit too. Yeah, so once you've created, you know, onboarded to Pairworks and created that profile, you go to that map earlier with the different pins that you showed. What you could do is click on one of those pins. Yep, and then when you click on that, you'll get that sort of screen that you showed just now with the map. So I think uh -huh. uh, where it gets a little confusing, actually, is I've heard some feedback from people saying, hey, I don't know where to click claim. So that's actually something that we're working on right now. So actually what you need to do here is actually drag up or scroll down. Yeah, you won't have the ability, but if you scroll down, there's a button there that says claim the job. Um, so like where the that's... so like where it says uh um China China live delivery and it and Correct. it says five point scroll that thing up to the top. Yeah, if you pull that up or if you scroll down, yeah, okay. either of those, there'll be a button that says claim it. I've heard a lot yeah. that that's super confusing, so there will be a big button near the top soon. <laughs> Uh, yep. But essentially, when you click, I'm interested in the job after reading the information, what happens is our system talks to the partner system. It basically says, hey, this is Steve's profile and Steve's an awesome driver. He's pre-approved. Your account is created with the partner system. Uh, and that's all happens automatically. And you receive a text saying, hey, Steve, here's the partner's app. Here's your login information. When you just log in, that trip's already assigned to you and you can just do the work. So I think that's what we spent a lot of this time on is this idea that your profile should unlock work and help you skip the line. And that's really sort of uh, what we've created there. Yeah, so, well, okay. You guys also, if you have any questions, be leaving them in the chat and I'll put them up on the screen um, and we'll go through that after this. I, I want to quickly move through the FAQ though. So why do I have to upload my work history? Um, is it the wording of this or is it me? Something throws me off about this that I don't really feel like is the case. You know, it's helping you. I don't know yeah. if the question is, is maybe it just sounds weird, but it's, it's very yeah, much think, helping you, know, that's you just, to connect. Yeah. I think it's something that we'd heard from people, which is why I think we put that exact phrasing up there. But I think it's this idea that, you know, these are better paying jobs looking for higher quality gig workers. So if you're a higher quality gig worker, that work is unlocked. I also do think, though, that we do want 
para users and gig workers should be proud of their work resume. So I think right yeah. now you can tie one or two platforms to it and we pull some information and show you your vehicle type and show you some stats. But that's something that we're working on also is that your profile, it should be your LinkedIn profile almost, right? So not only should it have the accounts you've connected to us, but you should be able to add other accounts. It should be able to populate. You should be able to add your skills or what you're interested in. And I do want it so that you can share your para profile, right? You can share that to somebody else. You can send it to somebody and say, look, this is my resume. This is what I've done. And I know this is an idea. You actually called me like two years ago, Steve, once being like, yeah. hey, David. I think it was a year ago. Make a professional yeah. work profile. Yeah, this was a while ago, I remember. Because uh, because like this, we're if we're going to be independent contractors, you should be able to list things you do. And yeah, I mean, why not? Why shouldn't everybody have a para profile that they can send out? I mean, like I have like I have one for dumpling now. Yep. That I can just send to anybody I want. You can read about what yep. I do and you can see if you want to, you know, why not? I mean, and for me, it should be have... almost like LinkedIn, right? It's like we can verify some of the accounts you've connected, but you should also be able to add what you want to. And I think one thing at a time, we need to prioritize it, but you should almost even be able to have a button that says, hey, book me for this right here. If you want to book my time, you can book me here directly. So I think it really is this idea. Like there's a, this is you, this is your LinkedIn or para profile, para version of a LinkedIn profile. You use that to unlock work and you can share it with whoever you want or however you want also. But you should be proud of it and your experience is your experience and that's what sets you apart. Yeah, and I mean, you know, God, I hate to use the Craigslist example, but maybe somehow like in there, you know, you're messaging. If somebody messages you, it's done in the Craigslist type way where everything's so masked until you actually connect that like trolls or anything like that, that might've like seeped through, isn't going to, isn't going to hurt you. They don't have any of your info, even your email, nothing. It's more happening through the app. Down the line, because you're an independent contractor, if you make contact with this person and you want to share your personal information with them and they need a garage built and you build garages, but you do gig work too. <laughs> and they happen to notice on your profile, you build garages because there's a nursing app right now that does hashtag stuff. So, I mean, like, it'd be great if all your, if all your traits were listed as hashtags or all of your, Actually, all of your skills, you know? Yeah, it's like, I'm interested in this. I've done this sort of thing. And I think, you know, it's not going to happen immediately. I think, you know, there's only so many things we can work out at once, but just trying to explain like where where this all goes, basically. Yeah, that's, I think, what we're trying to get across is just like, you know, you guys, it's, I mean, to me, every time I hear somebody ask about tip transparency, I just always think, man, there's so much more to what's going on. Like, if they ask me, and usually guys, when I say I don't know, that is the truth. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, I get I'm it. I'm so too, not I focused miss, on that. I'm just not focused. Yeah, I, on I get it too, though, Steve. Right? I I miss tip transparency. Right? Like, come on. Right? No, like, you everybody know, but, does. Yeah. But let's yeah. be honest. The reason that that it came around twice. The reason it came around, cease and desist, came around, cease and. The reason this happened was because Door, DoorDash should be doing this. Yep. It, like it wasn't like we said, hey, we're gonna, hey, we found this thing, let's do it. Like it was more like a need, like, hey, man, they really need to do this. This is not independent contractorship. And this for us, it's like, I just want to build. You know, we've always, you know, the mission's always the same, right? Is to build a gig economy focused around the worker, right? Yeah. And the goal for that to put dollars in pockets, and we'll keep doing whatever we can. You know, PairWorks is just one of even more initiatives that will keep coming on this. Yeah. 
Um, so here we have, you know, what cities I will say that I was talking to David before we jumped on here. I, like one I can add for sure. And it's not just, you know, I see coming soon. I see the ones that were that that's currently in, but I know in Pitts, I get more screenshots from Pittsburgh than any of the other cities listed. <laughs> so, I mean, I know that one goes there. So I know there's something to, it might not be listed on the para page is my point, but you're, it, you need to get signed up for it because I have people in Discord sending me screenshots from Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think we have like these the 10 or 11 cities which have been the initial focus because I think we've heard from people saying, hey, these trips aren't close enough to me, etc. So I think, you know, we've said, let's focus on these 10 or 11 cities so we can try to get more trips in those cities. At the same time, I think our rules for PairWorks for partners is always simple, right? It's, you know, if you pay well, if you make a good driver experience and you treat drivers with respect, you can, you know, post your job into the system, which is why even though some cities aren't in those target cities, if, right. you know, the partner meets those criteria, they're okay to post, which is why we have them in Pittsburgh and to be honest, a bunch of other places also. It's just fewer of yeah. them. So um, who does who does ParaWorks partner with? Well, I mean, you guys can see that there's, I, I know like a lot of times when I'm talking to people, a lot of people recognize table 22, especially East Coast people. Um, they're like, I know table 22 and some of these other ones. I mean, these are these are legit companies, you guys. I mean, Deliver, Jimmy John's. I mean, this is, um, these are, again, they might not be saying it, but these are companies who Jimmy John's used to have, I mean, I don't know if they still do, but used to have their own fleet of delivery drivers. So there was really no reason to outsource that. But I mean, I think they're at a point where they're just, everybody's getting sick of these 10 to 30% markups per item. And then all the fees associated with this too. I mean, like you can spend, end up spending twice as much. There was an incident last week with Instacart where an Instacart shopper, in, under, she even said she understood that items were marked up. She understood there was a, all these fees. She's been using it for over a year. But she had finally had it because she got a rotisserie chicken from her grocery store that costed eleven ninety nine, and for that one item, she asked. She got the receipt from the shopper, even though Instacart does not like you giving the receipt. She got the receipt. Instacart Instacart charged her nineteen ninety nine. It's almost twice as much, guys, for the one item. I mean, that's just. To me, that's just ridiculous. You know, it's a, it's twelve bucks in the store. We all know store prices are up anyway, and but they want you to pay nineteen and then processing and all this other stuff too. I don't know. I mean, I to me, it's like we got to get these things under control. These are just this is such this is why grocery stores are kicking them out. And I guess yeah. before we move into any uh, questions, this would be the big question I get a lot because how does Para pay? So is Para a payment system? No. So do you? Do you want to explain the relationship with gig wage? And um, like yeah, I can put a couple so, of these up too, so that people know, cause they're, I mean, I'll do it after you talk to, but like there are different yeah. payments on how these companies will pay. Yeah. If you can show that table there quickly, I think that'd be a good yeah, thing okay. through it. So I think there's two things, right? There's some companies where they pay you directly and there's some companies where the payment is made by us. Right. And I think when the payment is made by us, it's not para being a payment system. We're using another payment platform, but essentially we're in charge for paying you. And I think what you'll see here is, you know, in the cases where para pays you, most of the cases will, most of the time will pay you by the next day. 
right? So I think the reason why we pay for these partners is we want to get you paid faster. We're working to make that same day, but right now it's currently next day. So what that basically means is as part of setting up your para profile, we also ask you to set up a payment profile and basically with, through that payment profile with, with this right. company called GigWage, uh, yep. you get paid the next day. So I think within GigWage, there's actually two options. So we process payments the next day. With GigWage, you have two options. You can either say, hey, I want to get my payment via normal bank transfer, ACH transfer, in which case that takes one to two days for the money to hit your account, generally one day, sometimes two. There is another option where if you can connect a debit card and basically say, hey, I want to get paid today. Uh, in which case, I think there's a 1.4% fee. We're working to right. try and get that fee down or to subsidize that for sort of our, you know, to eat that cost on our end for the best users. But what that means is when we pay you the next day, it's instant, right? So we hit pay, it goes straight through your debit card into your bank. Uh, right. I think the next set here is partners where, uh, you know, they themselves pay you. So they generally have their own payment systems there. Uh, I think some of them use companies such as Every and companies such as that. Uh, but what happens there is, uh, you know, they pay you on their payment cycle there. Usually that's once a week. Right. Uh, I'm seeing Gusto here as a payment that's like this, like uh, uh, local is on Wednesdays. Uh, return mates is on Tuesdays. Yep. Uh, and you'll see here, Table 22 will pay you through whatever you want there twice a week. Uh, right. I think one thing we are doing is we are working to try and get more of the payments sent through us. The reason for that is for these partners which pay you every week, we know people want to be paid faster. So to some extent, we are going to some of the older partners and saying, hey, how about you pay us at the end of the week, but we will pay the driver the next day. Uh, obviously, it's not right. quite that simple. I think for some some of these partners, people are working hour blocks. So I think we've had to build these systems to say, you know, has the person worked four hours? Can your system confirm those four hours happened? Can our system then pay the driver? And can you make sure to pay us back in a couple of days for the money that we just helped you pay? So I think yeah. we are currently working on some of that. But yeah, we I mean, we all know in a perfect world. I mean, when you, when you left St. Louis, Jimmy and I stayed up the next night talking about only could all of your gig apps be paid out that day through one thing? Like, can we make, like, we are just trying to get our heads around this thing of like, how in the world could we get it so that you don't even have to look or you don't have to pay money for it. You're just paid out as you should be when the work is done. Because let's face it, independent contractorship, again, you normally don't wait a week for your pay. When you finish a job, you're paid. Now again, there's there's some difference between true independent con or traditional independent contractorship and what independent contractorship on these gig apps looks like. So, I mean, if you but only think, made six dollars, you know, does it need to be pay out that minute? No, but but here's where we're sort of pushing our partners is to say, like, you no, know, you do know on a four hour block if the four hour block was worked by the end of the day, can you give that to us so at least we can pay drivers? you know, next day right now, and we're working towards same day, right? So my goal is at the end of the day, you should be paid for the work you've been done. And if that means dollars have to come off of our books and we get paid back later, that's fine. Uh, I think it's less of uh, that. And right now it's more of a, 
working with the partners to get the systems automated to be able to do that. So, okay, I'm going to move over to the comments here. So I'm going to say hi to everybody quick. Hey, what's up, Light? What's up, Lisa? What's up, Jason? Thor, Crystal, Joe, Cruising Dasher, Holly, Outsider, Two. Um, I already said Light. Now let me go back and see because there some of them were just to lows, but there were some questions in here too. Like, okay, um, can I use Para without DoorDash? Yes, Outsider, you can. Uh, you can use it for Uber, Uber Eats, Lyft, Grubhub. Uh, you could also use ParaWorks if you have any other account that isn't DoorDash. So, yes. Yeah, I mean, so yes. And Holly actually answered that. So, <laughs> and then she, wait, she said ParaWorks, Uber, Lyft, Lyft Grubhub, Grubhub, Uber yeah. Eats. Is that everything? Uh, Uber, Uber Eats, Lyft, Grubhub. That's correct. Yeah. DoorDash. <laughs> DoorDash. Yes. Right. I don't know why we're. I probably because I hate DoorDash. I was not noticing that it was missing. <laughs> um. So when okay. So when Holly says this, I wish we had ParaWorks in Sarasota. I mean, to that, I, I want. So this is where I wonder. Maybe it is in Sarasota. <laughs> I mean, I know Holly can confirm it's not, but yeah. some markets. Like when we talk about it, like you, I don't even know that we know how much is going. I can't really explain that portion of it. Maybe you can. How these orders are ending up in cities because some cities are live that I don't even know are live. Yep. Uh, so I can explain that. So what we've basically done is we give a portal or a place for partners to be able to put jobs into the system. And there's some rules on that, right? You know, the pay has to be this amount. You have to enter all of these fields, et cetera. And what we basically say is, you know, we have a couple cities that we're focused on, which means we're going out, we're pushing partners, we're asking them to put jobs in those cities. But if you're an existing partner and you have opportunities outside of those 11 or 12 cities, uh, mm -hmm. you can post pretty much there as long as the pay is good, right? So what we're seeing is existing partners who are posting jobs in Los Angeles, uh, Fort Lauderdale, a New York City, they also have jobs elsewhere. And sometimes, you know, they just come into the system and say, I need, you know, I need help in these other, in other places. And Savvy, yeah. uh, Holly, uh, you know, working on getting to Sarasota, I don't believe we're in Sarasota. I know we have Fort Lauderdale, we have Miami, and we have sort of Orlando that is recently being added. So we're, you know, moving, moving our way up, moving our way up, so hopefully quicker rather than slower. So light here, he's saying, um, how many miles uh, far out is the radius for the local? So, so basically, the search criteria for if he signs up for for uh, ParaWorks in Memphis, um, you know, what's that going to cover for him? What's he going to see? Because here's yeah, one thing it. I will tell you, light, is that you are going to see offers like we were talking about earlier that are not close to you, like like I do with Curry, and I just don't take those because they don't make sense for me. That's going to, that, I think, I mean, uh, yeah, am I, mean, I fair in saying that? You are going to see offers that probably don't work great for you. If you were right next to where it is, it would work great. Yeah, I think right now, depending on the city, it's between 50 to 75 miles uh, from your current location. So I think the idea there being like, you know, we have some of these gigs that are from four to six hours for 30 bucks an hour, you know, you right. might be willing to drive 50 miles to go do the job, basically. So I think it's, yeah. I need to check, but depending on the city, somewhere between 50 to 75 miles. Right. 
yeah, and he's in Memphis. Uh, so. I have seen quite a lot of that. We have sort of a, one of the ladies in our system who drives from uh, Sacramento to San Francisco a couple of times a week just to do that work, basically. Yeah. Okay. So Holly said, I don't know if I believe that I had to think about what she was saying. Then she, and then she's talking about the, um, the, the chicken that was 1999. You're making it worse, Holly. You just made it, you just made it 899. You made it so that it is over twice as much. So it's at about 240% the cost that it went through. I think she said so, she looked it up on Instacart, though, on Instacart. Oh, on Instacart. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, this person had a receipt. This person wasn't your average like TikTok type video where she's just mad and wanting to rant. She was actually a supporter of Instacart until this one item. She knew what they were doing. She was like, you know, hey, I'm I I I guess I'm okay with it. I understand that this is all happening. But then when she saw that big number item, that really got to her and she was like, enough. This is just this has gone too far. Um so um light says gotcha thank you for the answer so i i guess you know if anybody else has any other questions please jump them in otherwise i want to say that um how long is it now i don't want to give away we can't give away any details <laughs> and i've been holding them in too but david and jimmy are coming are, are coming out here and we're going to all look at a few ventures that really make a lot of sense. So these are, there's always new ideas. Like, I don't know. I mean, I was, I, I told Jimmy and David about an idea I had this. Luckily this won't give away anything to you guys, except for how bad I am at drawing But in a real quick thing. I was, uh, I was just kind of trying to sketch out a little something, which is basically an idea I have for para. I mean, we're always willing to look at the ideas, but I think that um, some of the ideas we that we're looking at here in Denver even could apply to all markets and could be another savior, you know? Um, I think the more the merrier is how I see it, whatever. If it's gig work, if it's available and it pays well, and the person is going to pay, like we have a way to make sure that that payment is going to be facilitated, those offers are going to come through to you guys. Because let's face it, guys, you're not you're not making enough on the apps anymore. That's why I say 85% of my earnings come from dumpling and from and from curry. You know, it's yeah. um I'm actually I see lights thing here. Uh so I know light you're in Memphis, Tennessee. And the reason I was quiet here for a second, I was looking in the system for jobs in Memphis. Uh so we've had a couple in Nashville, same thing. We've had like a number in Nashville over the last couple of weeks, but we haven't had one in Memphis for a little bit here. So I think we had one in Memphis, we had a couple in Memphis sort of the end of January. So it's been a little bit. So I'll see what we can do to try and try and find more. And again, like I, I, this should be mentioned too, because I've, I know this is that like, if you see a offer in ParaWorks, it's not going to be there it's not going to stay there for like, if you come in later and look, you got to see it when it's in there. It's not something you'll see you missed. That's kind of like all the, uh, you're think, not really going to see all the, I, missed agree, but I think like, I think the suggestion that light here has is a good one, right? As I should probably more publicly say, these are the states that we're working on. These are the partners that we're working on. We're trying to get more of these states. And, you know, in the next couple of months, we think this might happen. 
So I think that's actually a great suggestion. Yeah, it is. And actually, I had the I had lunch with with Alice from Curry last week, and I gotta say. I asked her, why isn't it just easier just to put the markets you're in so that people know which ones they're really waiting on a waiting list for and which ones are soon down the pipe or you're looking at? And she said, because of our competitors, we don't want to list the the cities we're in because they'll go after our stuff immediately. That's interesting. I don't think that's the case for us here. I think on our end, you know, you know, I guess it's, the partners aren't competitors. Our job is just to find the best opportunities. So I don't see a reason why we can't. Right, right. I'm just wondering, you know, who might come after that info? Like, where, where is ParaWorks crushing it? Right. Yeah, just to of, try yeah. and stomp it out or something. I don't know. I mean, really, there's no avoiding it. We live in a tech age. If you want to find out, you can. Um, okay, so we're online here, but just looking for jobs. Is that is that a right is that a right assessment? That is a right. That is a good assessment for it. Yeah, it's sort of a online looking for jobs. I think technically it wasn't a focused city that we launched in, but partners seem to be posting uh, somewhat regularly in Nashville and some in Tennessee. So one app. Okay, so Thor, one app takes four to eight. But I think you're talking about the the things I had up there, only two of them did. And they went through a different payment processor. Again, that's not, if you saw the ones that were listed as para, which were all the major ones, they all went through the para one, which says next day. Uh, yeah, I need to double check. I mean, some, I know one of the apps is they pay weekly there. So maybe that is the four to eight business days. I think from our end, we are constantly going back to the partners and saying, Hey, can you pay faster? What can we do to pay faster? Will you let us pay faster? Uh, right. Yeah. Just, I mean, know, cause that, that, that is key. I mean, that's key. You know, I, I get what Thor's saying there, but I mean, if I remember, if I was looking at those, right, there were only two and I don't even think they, they just said one said Wednesdays, one said Tuesdays. So yes, not even four, it basically would take seven days at most. Uh, if you yeah, did the but, work. But, on a... uh, correct. But I think, you know, people are frustrated waiting to get paid. Right. And that's fair. Sure. Right? I, I mean, really, can, you know, I, let me let me say this: experience, the, right? the deals being made with ParaWorks, though, are they at least like how you're saying? Like, okay, maybe there's a way for Para to pay it, and then they'll pay it back. And working out those kind of logistics, okay. But all the companies you're working with are companies that you trust or that you have an agreement with that logistically they're going to pay. Because right. here's one thing that I mean: look, let's look at the giants. Let's look at. Um, well, which one was it that uh, Uber, Lyft, Phoenix had the problem with? Was it DoorDash? So he got, I don't know if you're familiar with that channel, David, but he got, um, he had like a week's worth of pay for DoorDash in their thing. And he was flagging a restaurant that wasn't open because of weather. And they deactivated him and he didn't get paid for any of the time. Now, I think he got it fixed and he got it, but it took a long time, dude. Like, he, he, you know, he had to fight to get his $1,300. It was a lot of money, too. We're not talking about an order or two. Because they deactivated him. And I'm getting distracted. What's a $9.99 super sticker? Uh, That's, thank you, Dasher. That's a... 
one of the people in the chat posting that through. No, is that like a donation to you, or what is it? Yeah, minus the YouTube handling fee. Huh. <laughs> That's cool. I didn't know um, you do had that. Uh, Light has a good question here. So, uh, no, so Light, uh, there is a job alert nearby when they post. So it's not a roadie map system per se. I think there's a very simple, I think, uh, like three tier notification system. So I think one, you can always look on the map and find it. What we basically say is, you know, first ping people within five miles of the job, then ping people within 20 miles of the job, then ping people a minute later within 50 miles of the job. Uh, so it's pretty straightforward there. Uh, so when these are posted, you should. So is it is it is it round robin style? Is it is it collecting a certain amount of drivers? Any anybody anybody's allowed to claim it, right? Anybody's allowed right. to claim it. We just have sure. a you know five, twenty, and fifty basically because the idea is you know it you know probably makes more sense somebody at five miles than fifty miles, but it doesn't mean you can't claim it, and I think that's important, right? Yeah. But I, I think that makes it even more important to make sure you're only claiming ones you want because there's somebody only five miles from it. If you're 50 and you really want it, great, but make sure you're taking it, you know. Um, on roadie. Yeah, that makes oh. sense. I'll admit yeah. like that I, until a couple of weeks ago, the notification system was literally me or somebody on my team going in and saying hey click here to send notifications to people nearby so recently we implemented doing that automatically so if it seemed light for you in the past that also might make sense to be honest what would happen is somebody would post a job and i would have to see it and then me or somebody on the team would see it go to the system and say hey you know ping people in this city basically so sure. the nice thing is that's now automated so hopefully that will be better a better experience for people yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I guess the bottom line is for the payment, when people ask me is that, you know, hey, I, I look at like what you're looking at too. Like, hey, the para ones are working out a way to get you paid the next day. That's totally fair. Um, but even the ones that aren't right now, I'm sure you're trying to find a way, like you said, like, hey, can we just pay it and then you pay us back? <laughs> And I know that could over time add up. That could be, and for those of you that aren't doing the math, I mean, think if this, think how, if this grows so quickly, think how much one company even could cost para in an interim of like four days before they pay back. So things logist, these are logistical challenges that hopefully you guys understand and can bear with while they're sorted out. Because I mean, it, the bottom line is, here's how I view it. And I've known David for it, by the way, David, it'll be three years at the end of next month. That's what I thought. Because it was like two days after the CARES Act, which was March 28th of 2020 or the 27th or whatever it was. But um, so, yeah, I mean, like I've known you for three years. I think that the one thing that we agree on is getting paid people paid quickly and making sure that they are going to get paid. I mean, that's that's a yeah. must. So for me, it's like it really is sort of that magical experience want to deliver of you know you can find the best work and you can do it you get paid as quickly as possible and you could skip the onboarding what i'm learning is you know making that truly magical experience takes time and effort and it's longer than you'd expect and you can only build it piece by piece but we're getting there we're getting there and that's really my goal right is to deliver that magical so if you had a okay 
we'll, we're going to wrap this up so we're going to perfectly hit this hour or two, which we almost never do. Um, if you had a minute elevator pitch to give to any gig worker on Paraworks, how would you, how would you pitch it? Yeah. You know, use your profile to unlock good work, find it to sort of supplement the work you're already doing right now. The pay is good. So I would check it out over time. My goal is to supplement more and more of that work and to keep finding you good things. But these are opportunities that value your experience and are willing to pay you more because of your experience. So I hope you just give it a try because at the end of the day, you know, more options is more pay for you. More options means you can turn down the bad trips that platforms send you. And especially in the current uncertain economy, if more people are coming into the normal gig apps, professionals who work more often should, you know, find these better paying opportunities also, because that way you can ensure that you're not just at the whim of the major platforms. Yeah. And I still love the profile idea, by the way. I think that's huge. I think that people being able to say, this is me, this is my vehicle. If they want to put pictures up of things or other skills they have outside of even gig apps, you know, like I'm good with my hands. I build cupboards. I build them in my garage to, to fit. And then I only need ten, an hour in your house to install things that maybe, you know, some people are looking for who knows. Um, yeah, because we live in that a world is. where people are looking to get qualified people. It's hard to get, you know, when you're one thing about ICs guys, is when you're out shopping, ICs, you, unless you got it from a recommendation, you don't know a ton about them. Yeah, no, I, uh, you know, you called me and all that stuck in the back of my head and it's always been sort of a, you know, they're on the back burner. So it's, it's making its way there. It's making its way there. Yeah. Um, and then as far as the para app itself, um, are there, is there any, I, I heard you give away a few things potential on, uh, on the Facebook live. Is there anything that you wanted to share here that is happening on the parasite that people should be aware of? Like, even if it's things that are down, but might be back up or. Yeah, I think, you know, we're, I think being upfront is I don't think DoorDash chip transparency is coming back anytime soon, but yeah. you know, I think rolling DoorDash into auto decline is hopefully something that, you know, I can't promise we have yet, but it's something we've been working on. I think the other one is, you know, we recently rolled out a restaurant auto decline feature, which has been pretty popular. It's, you know, we call it filter just by word because it just doesn't have to be restaurants, but you're like, I can put KFC, I can put McDonald's, I can put Steve in any restaurant that says Steve in it, right? Or here, here's um, a good one, David, is Wendy's. Pizza. Everybody yeah. across the board that I know hates going to Wendy's. That's yeah. one of the hardest ones uh, to you can with. put any one of those names in and we auto decline it, which is pretty cool. People seem to be liking that. I think... The one that we have coming up soon that I'm pretty psyched about, and this is, you know, back to your rideshare routes, is a, we call it destination filter. So yeah. you can say, here's the pin in the map. I don't want to go beyond a five-mile radius. You can also say, I don't want to go to this SIP, or I don't want to go to this SIP, or I don't want to go to this SIP. So we've set it up pretty simply at first, but I think that's going to be powerful and useful for people, hopefully. Yeah. Um. You guys, if you have any questions on ParaWorks, you can email David at david at withpara.com. You can leave them in the comments here, um, not in the live chat, but if you're watching the replay or, you know. Um, but also, um, next week, we will be having Stephanie Vigil on. 
Um, we had to juggle some things to make this happen. And, and Stephanie, if you're not familiar with that name alone, she's the one here in Colorado that wrote some legislation um, that a lot of it sounds great. Um, there's some parts of it that might have little bits of holes in it and stuff, but we'll go through We'll go through it with that with her because she wrote it. There's obviously a reason why she wrote it the way she did. Um, I've talked with her before. She's a very nice person. Um, I know she's somewhere in the hybrid thought of a, of a union. Um, I just don't want to see her get sucked into the vacuum of a union fully. No, and I that's, think, you know, that's my one Stephanie, hope. Right? Stephanie's sort of a gig worker who's now representing gig workers in the assembly, yeah. which is awesome. She's been sort of a para TT user and actually a supporter of both driver's rights and para since yeah. the beginning, really. She was like, you know, the face of one of our driver rights videos. So it's just glad to see, you know, somebody from yeah. the community actually out there in a position to be able to push something forward, which is super. Exciting. Right. And the fact that she already wrote with, I mean, she's a freshman house member here in state in the state house and her and another freshman wrote this and then they already have a congressman here in the state backing it. So the whole thing is actually put together and she's already wrote it. Um, I've, I've been through it with, I was talking to David before we won't get into it till next week. I won't divulge any of the secrets that I saw, but things that I want to bring to her attention or at least ask her why it was worded as such and her thoughts on, I guess, the likelihood of passage, what she's, what she sees coming from this, or is it a stepping stone to another level? Um, I'm, I'm very interested to see. Um, I'm glad, I'm glad she got elected. You know, I, I really thought she was going to have a hard run. I was very surprised to see she got elected. Um, but we'll see what, uh, what this legislation's all about. And we'll deep dive into it because she's getting national attention right now. And she's here in my state, Colorado. And uh, I'm very interested in obviously anything that she would do because it affects me. <laughs> so, <laughs> And eventually it will all affect you guys too, because there's other states watching what she's doing to see if they want to do it that way or this way, or all the states are looking at a way to do things differently. The thing is, is, you know, we don't want like a pro act where everybody's in a W2 and you're paying union fees. Don't need that. But if each state is going to do things differently, you know, let's, let's see who's modeling off what and see what those models look like. Cause maybe we have good input for Stephanie. I don't know. I would think yeah. that we would, <laughs> you know, and for um, me, you know, it's really sort of a, I'm appreciative cause you know, we, you know, as you said earlier, Steve met almost three years ago in a month and it was just a cares act tool. And since then somehow we've come from earnings tracker to tip transparency to, works to one of the users, you know, being elected into the assembly and pushing for, you know, uh, yeah. pushing for IC rights or, you know, uh, gig worker rights here. And, you know, we've. And, and yeah, don't forget when, when we're saying this timeline too, when David and I met, that was, this is like two days into, hey, you guys, don't leave your house. Yeah. What? But you know, like what's exciting <laughs> for me is like, you know, a lot a lot has happened in that timeline, right? Like a lot yeah. has happened in that timeline, but I really do see sort of the building blocks and the steps on which we're gonna do a lot more. So just you know, excited to see what's that's how uh, that's how I feel. I think I feel already when you just even said what you just did, I, I feel a, a lot has been accomplished by us. I mean, even if it's just the buzz, you know, these companies were getting away with a lot more before before the pandemic. 
And if anything, you know, it gave me, David, some other people, some time at home to really deep dive into some stuff and go, wait a minute, this is kind of what I thought. Let's go deeper into this and learn and learn and learn what was going on, what was wrong and what's broken. And pretty much, at least in my opinion, most of it's broken, you know, and it's, and, and they know it. That's the worst part. They know it. They know it's broken and they don't. There are, I, and I'm sure there's a lot of reasons why, but they don't want to fix it. They're they're actually happy with it being broken. You know, I've 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 put out the challenge of I don't see why DoorDash doesn't doesn't show all the pay to everybody. You don't have to send out as many. You don't have to send uh, NovaDash or 200 offers to watch him take 10. Why don't you just start doing it right? You know, but I'm sure that from their viewpoint, there's a reason. Yep. But from our viewpoint, if you're going to be independent contractors, that's not how that works. You would never be, hey, you're going to do the plumbing for us. Okay, we'll pay you $200 and there might be more if you, when you're done, we'll see. You would never take that job. I need all the details, man. Yeah, I think, you know, that's really sort of uh, what excites me about what's going on here is like, you know, if the platforms won't work to make it better themselves it's you know we need to do what we can so that workers and the gig workers can you know do what they need to make this experience right at the end of the day i always go back to the three points that we should probably wrap here but really is you know i'm in charge of my work i have the say in the system and my time is valuable and i think you know through tools such as ours through some of this legislation you know we're starting to see a movement to be able to take charge of those three principles right the personal dispatch system too. It's, it's, I mean, we should, we should be able to see all this. Um, I see Kevin here with one last comment. We can wrap up. Yep. With. See $230 okay, we'll, we'll order. Um, yeah. See, but that's, see Kevin, that's how I was when I first started with Curry. Those are the ones you, you when you get them and they're there, you got, and if it's near you and if you're, Taking the day off, don't take it off. Grab one, do it. No, nah, take <laughs> do, do what do what you do what you need to. I'll do all my work to try and get more of them for you. So, right, but I mean, like when possible, maybe you don't have to do the whole day. Like you don't have to go. Oh, I'm gonna do DoorDash tomorrow. You could just take one of these. Just get your feet wet. Give up and then give us feedback too. I mean, <laughs> look, I mean, da- I know me, David, everybody that I know at Para is in their however they're doing it in their own way they're all we're all working for the same thing transparency best pay and to do the get the best offers out to you guys we can is that pretty fair uh yep i mean (laughs) that that is it you guys i mean like david and i met we just wanted transparency now it's grown a little bit we want you guys to see better pay we want because we think that then it was the 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 pay was better but the transparency wasn't there well now they've lowered the pay and the transparency's gone so now we need more things, you know, and it's, uh, you know, and, and I guess my thing is, is how do we do it? Can we do it in a way where not too much legislation is needed? Because the more legislation, let's just be honest, the more it costs, the more it costs, the more it comes out of your end, not these companies, they will take it out on you. You know, I mean, that's just, that's just how it is. They're, they're having trouble staying afloat as it is they're going to have to, they're not going to be able to cut it out of other areas. They're going to take it out of what is already low driver pay. So 
I mean, the, the sooner we can have a, some kind of resolution or some kind of even like stalemate, if you want to call it, or something where it just levels off, the better because you don't want to see too much. You don't want to see 210 billion spent in every state by the by the Flex Association or million to fight off these these laws and then paying off things because they will eventually. If I mean, it makes sense. Should everybody eventually will come out of all of us. So. With that said, uh, make sure you join us back here next week and then have some rescheduled guests in March too uh, that are going to be a lot of fun and we'll keep the Paraworks thing rolling because these are really good. And uh, and stay tuned for um, hopefully sometime in April uh, we can give some big news. I would like to share some now, but I won't. No, nobody's going to talk me into it either. So, uh, With that said, join us back here next week, you guys. And uh, yeah. Have a good week. Have a profitable week. Earn smart and uh, be smart with your decisions and uh, look out for each other too. You know, we're all, uh, there's a lot of people struggling out there right now. It's not just you. It's not just the person next to you. It's all of us. And, you know, and, and it's not just gig workers. It's every, everybody's struggling right now. It's just rough times. So be good to each other and we'll see you back here next week.